Active Reload, a radio show you're always on time for. I'm just one of your hosts, Irish Cowboy, joined by your other host, Crossover. We are going to be reloading the gaming entertainment news for the last week or so and reacting to it. I know. We are, all of us, going to learn about the Darksaber. You'll hear from us why much of the world's differences really don't matter when a Gallarhorn is on the line. And Etu, Cyberpunk... TV anymore. I mean, that'll change once they get their act together and do the whole NTSC thing. Once they, once network TV makes a comeback, I'm probably going to come back to it. I miss commercials. How weird is that? I mean, I still get commercials. If I say if I'm like streaming uh, Amazon Prime, I've been rewatching uh, Fringe on there and it has commercials mm-hmm. in it. Uh, seeing those commercials just warms my heart. There was one of those uh, Liberty Mutual Insurance or was it Geico? It was Geico. Yeah. Liberty Biberty. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. And the Geico commercials. I, I swear to God that one of them I'll never forget. And that's the guy who was like, I've got two tickets to paradise. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. We are not sponsored Liberty, Liberty or uh, Geico. There's just some commercials that uh, you love. And that that's probably one of my all-time favorite ones, Eddie Money, without a doubt. <laughs> but like seeing those, it, I don't know. It just gives me such a nostalgic feeling. It puts me... It puts me back in the mood. And I, I really like it. How weird is that to miss commercials? I mean, because, you know. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with you. I, I do not miss commercials. <laughs> like, I Trappy. get upset when I've got a, a 10 second ad that I can't skip on YouTube. Like, motherfucker. You know what I, I do? Care. I pause ads so I can go take a leak and then come back and, and finish the ad. I did that today for the first time ever on YouTube. On YouTube. You know how precious that is to some to advertisers? knowing that someone paused their ad, came back and hit play. There is this really long EVE Online, which I should have gotten into a very long time ago, but I don't think anyone should start playing EVE Online again just because of everything that goes on in that game and that you would be an insignificant little ant in EVE Online compared to the people, the warlords. I'm not even kidding. Like there's this one guy in particular who he's got like a, he's got like this long dark hair. He's got a goatee. He walks around in a trench coat and he owns EVE. Like, seriously, he has his own armies, his own federations, and he controls like how much people get paid, everything that gets made in that game. I just I I mean, more more power to him. But uh, he if as long as that guy is in power, no one is going to have a good time (laughs) playing that game anymore. But uh, you are one of a kind, Morgan. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Pausing ads to come back. I'm I'm like, I'm like one of a kind. I'm not. I can't be the only one. I can't. I can't be the only one. If it, that's going to be really sad, if I if I am the only one. I, I mean, I feel like maybe uh, like a specific ad that somebody really enjoys. If it pops up and they want to show their significant other or, or somebody, but uh, outside yeah. of that, I don't. I don't. I think it's very specific. I don't think it's just like, oh, hold on, I have to use the restroom. Let me pause this. So I can come <laughs> back and enjoy this. That, that's the most organic click you can actually track. It's like. You know, if they see someone pause a live ad, they'll look at that and be like, that's a real person. That's a real person watching our ad. We did it, boys. Yeah, we did not it. a bot. Not, one of <laughs> not a bot. Well, what kind of bots would pause it? I know, I know some things that pause, like when you look away or minimize things, but that's like more, more like for your phone and whatnot. There, there was also something, uh, 
the uh <laughs> did you see the xbox fridge please tell me you see it like i retweeted it earlier to try and win one but so far snoop dogg has one and i justine has one uh, i did not see the xbox oh goodness when you, get, when you get a moment it's on twitter that's on their ad there's also a contest for one so uh my wife and i we have I'm a it in, uh, oh my god it's like they've seen the memes and they've just right? gone crazy with them we have oh. a black fridge and so i would really oh, hope god I really hope I win this. I want this so bad. My wife almost, like walked away halfway through the video. I had to tell her to come back twice. It's <laughs> like so a show with this. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What? Of course, she was filled with Mountain Dew. She's like, oh um, my god, this is ridiculous. It's also filled with uh, themes. Yeah, there's a there's a, a line from Gears of War four, I think, where Marcus Phoenix yells, "No, damn it, my tomato plants." He's all retired or whatever, and his son comes to see him. <laughs> and the 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 whole his Marcus's whole estate just gets annihilated by this by these robots, and they took out the tomato plants, and he was mad. But that's why yeah, you see them in there. So when you first said that, I just in my head I imagined refrigerator. It is not that. It is full blown. <laughs> like Snoop Dogg's like what six six? Yeah, he's he's tall. He's a tall guy. Yeah, and he's standing up like right up next to it and it is taller than him in this picture so yeah. i don't i don't know if that's like superimposed that way but if it's really that big i don't even know if you fit that in your house <laughs> <laughs> that is big it, it, cabinets good luck i justine has an unboxing of it which is kind of funny because they're that's basically what they're doing in the entire commercial but uh it's it's uh it's massive and there's a light comes on on the top the door opens up you hear a sound a uh, little little xbox like series x powering on sound and there's a uh, green lights lighting everything up like mountain here's, your, here's your day one. Oh this man is, it's a fridge that's it's it right there to do with the xbox it's See, just a refrigerator if i had that that would make me feel a lot better about not getting a day one edition <laughs> like without a doubt but but seriously when you see gameplay of uh, what all these youtubers have uh, uh xbox uh, microsoft they sent out more review units this time to like a lot of the guys that we watch like the cold eastwood dealer gaming and and uh Rand randall thor they uh they all received early units i don't know if they have to send them back or not but they're going to be capturing actual 1440p or 1440p 4k you know all the high res high frame rates um imaginable with this thing so we're going to be seeing full what, what i like about with like not these like i mean they're you know a lot of people know them as like the xbox youtubers and stuff but at the same time they're you know they're they're just really getting their feet wet and uh, i think cole yeah. was eastwood is up over a hundred thousand subscribers he's very professional very good looking um uh videos that he puts out and uh, so now we're but my point with that is that we're going to be able to like see more in-depth things like if people are asking him to show certain things certain scenes and certain games or just play certain games in general we're going to be able to see like the 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 nitty-gritty you know really in-depth kind of gameplay that we would like here as opposed to like what we would see from like inside gaming or ign or youtube channels like that so i'm excited to look at that i'm jealous but at the same time we're almost out of here we're almost out of october like it, it's we it's are less than two weeks away from at the time of recording which is 10 what is this 10 28 today yep. yes 10 28 uh at the very tail end of 10 28 it's uh it's a couple minutes away from 1029 so we are less than two weeks away yep i told you i'd figure yep. out time travel <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, it's gone by a lot faster than I than I've expected. That's right. Um, I had to lock it down on the eleventh when I was looking at the calendar. I'm like, nope, not doing that again. Not doing <laughs> yeah. it again. Yeah, and it's um, it's actually been pretty eventful too in in, in the gaming news world too. So yeah, kind of helps speed things along. Yes, we have a we have quite a bit to talk about today. I think probably the biggest story is Cyberpunk. It has now been delayed to December 10th, so that puts it 21 days off its projected or its original release date. I'm yep. sorry, it's being delayed from till sometime. Yeah. Starting to get a little uh, Star Citizen vibe from CD Projekt Red. Yes. Now they came out with a very large statement. Um, let me see. You don't know how it feels to have the pressure of being a gaming company. Something like that, I think. <laughs> yeah, something to that effect, actually. You're not, you're not far off. It was something, something, we have a great game. Something, something, we want to make sure that everybody loves it, too. Uh, it was basically the, the theme of it, which I, I can understand. I just don't really see... The thing that worries me about this is that they're already talking about how they have a Day Zero patch lined up. This is not... They, they're gold. This is not good. They're gold, you know? they said. They said they were... <laughs> They are now gold as far as game progression goes through. <laughs> and what's, so what's holding them back right now is, this is great. Uh, you're going to love this. This is uh, current-gen consoles are now holding back <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077 from releasing. So all that mumbo-jumbo for the past couple of weeks, even we've been saying is current-gen last previous-gen consoles aren't going to be held back. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can only imagine the original Xbox running this like in, what, 720p, maybe? <laughs> 30 frames. Don't, can't make any so promises. Yeah, <laughs> 1080i. It was it was criminal the type of frames that you got with that thing. Like ten, <laughs> ten I sometimes. I can't believe how beautifully terrible it was, but I also can't believe how really well uh, Rise: Son of Rome looked and played. My wife actually had fun playing that game, and she, you know, yeah, that was a, that was a. It, although it was very short and. Um, there could have been a lot more to it. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun to play through, and also that's that's my favorite time period in history. Oh yeah, but oh, well, uh, ooh, I want to hear more about this. I want to hear more about that. More about what? My the, favorite time. Your period favorite time period in history. Oh well, uh, it would be during the Roman Empire. Oh, nice. Ancient, ancient Rome. That's, my, <laughs> that's uh, you know, I'm Italian. That's uh, that's my people's strongest days. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my, my my people are from Sicily, so. You know, there's a lot. There's a lot that goes on there. We don't have much love for Rome, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that time Rome. period, I think, is is the most fascinating. Why I, I absolutely love the Ezio story in Assassin's Creed. I was about to ask you about that. Yeah, I, uh, I'm going to be playing uh, that uh, Odyssey after I get done playing Valhalla, which will probably be, be never. But I'm going to try. <laughs> as long as it doesn't get delayed. No, no, I hope not. I got it all pre-ordered. There's, there's also good news about the Valhalla. Of course, they're going to have a season pass model, but they're also going to be adding more and more DLCs as uh, and events that happen. Uh, Origins. I really, really love Assassin's Creed Origins. I don't care if they don't follow the Assassin's Creed storyline. I don't give a crap about the characters who are supposed to be looking into the past or whatever. When you play as them, it's annoying. <laughs> And just like it, I just want to get back to playing, exploring ancient Egypt in this game, the yeah. whole Viking era. Like I really got into this, the whole Viking area a lot more when you uh, you turned me on to the Last Kingdom because that's what we're seeing here in this game. And you're right, it is it, that is definitely Ragnar. I don't know how it couldn't be. 
<laughs> but but this this game is going to uh, play a lot like uh, Skyrim played. So that's a really good thing. That is a very good thing. Uh, hopefully not with all the insane glitches that Bethesda has all the time in all of their games. But yeah, uh, if uh, if there's as much stuff to do as there is right. in Skyrim, then that that'll be definitely something that we would be will be playing for. For years, then. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I, I, I had to go big uh, pro the Ultimate Edition. I'm not playing around. We were, we've been talking about this game for maybe three years, I think. It's, uh, it's been maybe two years. I don't know. I it's, think, it's, yeah, it's been, been about two. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been, been, it's been a few years. I'm going to have to look back at the text messages, but like, I've, been, man, I've been all over this. I really want this game to come out. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I like that Ubisoft up, to, up their game and you know, is, are giving us a 60 fps version i cannot believe they tried to get away with that whole 30 fps thing it's it still sounds silly to me it was almost like a man we had to wait a couple months until we heard anything about that but they quietly beefed that game up thank god i cannot yeah, imagine sure playing that uh, 30 they they i don't i think they were a little taken aback by the reaction when they said oh yeah 30 frames per second everybody's like wait wait what watch no, 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 go go back to that what what watch them make an, <laughs> an illustrious mode like <laughs> with super resolution yeah. and then but it's like 30 fps <laughs> watch them be like well you can have your 60 fps game but if you want the ultimate experience <laughs> yeah, you, you might want to cut those frame rates in half just here, here's what we can do at 30 frames now we got really good at 30 frames man that's Jesus. criminal <laughs> it is it is criminal you've made lower graphics and higher frames I, <laughs> Now that I've played PC for a long time, it's very hard to go back to console on some games because it's yes. just like, oh, my, how did I ever do this? I knew it frames? was going to ruin me, and it did, without yeah. a doubt, 100%. It just feels, for those that haven't made the jump yet, it feels like your game is in a constant state of, uh, like, flickering almost, right. like stuttering. Like, it just, it doesn't feel smooth. It feels slightly off. You can get used to it if you, like, dump a couple hours into it, but... It really kind of just throws you off, and then you on go big TV and you're like, terrible. Oh, "Oh my god, this is fantastic!" <laughs> it takes me days of of not playing a game. I'm not kidding, days to get used to playing it on a big screen TV, like a 55 and up. Like on on a 50, it was even hard to do. Um, even like on a, like a Samsung like game mode type of deal. Like, but I like now. I, I don't know. Like, I destiny forget about it. There's no way I'm gonna. <laughs> there's no way I can. I, I, I can't Go anymore. Back. I tried doing it yesterday, and I, I I just walked around the tower, picked up some bounties, and that was it. <laughs> they still had this shitty Halloween event going on. I I just could not be bothered with that man. Ugh. Just a horrible experience on council now. It, it is terrible. It is terrible. But you Speaking know, what? Of- it still looks good. Speaking of horrible experiences, Halo Infinite is having a very bad time. Yeah. Did you see this? Oh, yeah. Chris Lee is now the third executive developer. Uh, I cannot talk. He's out of there. To leave the project since That's right. They are dropping like flies, Morgan. They're not having it. No one's, listen- no one's listening to them. People should have read the employee complaints. And uh, like I, tried, I, t- I got into a conversation with the people on Reddit when, uh, was it Jason Schreer? Is that his last name? Mm-hmm. Kotaku, yeah. he, he broke the news that this one guy left. It's on games, the games, leaks, and rumors Reddit. He, uh, he, he basically just is like, I'm just going to leave this here. Just drops this down. And then there's so, there's so many people talking back and forth about it. And there's a guy like saying, oh, you know, I really think it's Microsoft who are responsible for this. 
<laughs> I'm like, man, have you read the employee complaints? And he said, yes. And uh, that doesn't change my opinion in any way. Are you sure you read? <laughs> Are you sure you read them? <laughs> Because man, he's like it's three four three has done a great job, doing a pretty wow. good job with <laughs> with Halo. And I I was about to say something back, and then I realized this is going to go on forever if now, <laughs> if I what, respond. What you need to realize is that you are not speaking to a human being. <laughs> They're like quite literally the lights are on, but no one's home. This is not somebody <laughs> who is capable of thought. I don't think that there's really any major Halo fan who has thought that three four three is done a good job with their baby especially if you're an OG <laughs> halo fan yep. that's your baby that yep. is the one game that brought you if that you have an me xbox, competitive if you have an xbox it's probably because of halo that's right without a and doubt and three so right. has murdered your baby <laughs> they have murdered it yeah and uh We've we've talked a little bit about it so we don't have to get too much into it but like if you have two separate factions forming within your company chances are you're not gonna have a good time right it's uh yeah it's the the south park meme if you pizza when you're supposed to french fry <laughs> you're gonna have a bad time yeah yeah so is it senior seniors versus uh versus new guys there yeah and halo Infinite right now is doing a whole lot of pizzaing when they should be french frying <laughs> oh that is great that is great Jesus. <laughs> also, uh, the 6900 XT was announced today. It's going to be $999. AMD had their little showcase here. It's going to compete with the RTX 3090, right? This is a this is insane. It, it, it's about um, 7 to 10% better than an RTX 3080, which isn't really saying a lot right now. A lot of problems with the 3080. Um, this is just one example of like a company saying it's now safe to upgrade and then having terrible i guess capacitors on on the graphics card and now you don't want to upgrade to a 3080 you're gonna you're gonna want to wait or you're gonna have a bad time you're, <laughs> you're gonna want to wait yeah. for a super but i also heard that the uh the 20 gigabit variants of the rtx 3080 are being canceled i, I haven't looked too much into this interesting but a couple of reputable youtubers are uh, saying this now and so i'm a little I'm a little worried about that. NVIDIA is looking pretty shaky. While at the same time right now, AMD is looking pretty good. I got to say the PlayStation, Xbox, that's my AMD. And then PC, NVIDIA. Definitely, without a doubt. Still rocking the RTX 2080. Not the TI, not the Super. Man, that Super really screwed a couple, a bunch of us over. The, the 2080 Super was a little bit faster than the uh, 2080 TI. And uh, that is not like a... Uh, like a misquote it actually was just by just like pure like speed of the graphics card the rtx 3070 now is much better than a 2080 ti well i wouldn't say much but a little bit better but i'm i'm still happy with my purchase of the rtx 2080 kicks butt does everything i need it to she got some good ssds and good ram and all these things are about to get a little bit better saying that i would hold on to any graphics card you have right now and let the storm right out because man just get an Xbox or something right now, because, or or a PS5 if you want, because it is it's it's looking pretty shaky on Nvidia side. If you're a true blue Nvidia fan, and if not, AMD is looking looking pretty solid right now with RDNA. I was going to say, AMD has been on a roll yeah. lately. They have really been on top of it, and that's pretty amazing considering that they were like on the edges of obscurity not that long ago, just a couple of years ago, really. 
but now with the the RX six thousand series, I mean that they're making a really big leap forward for a thousand dollars. They're offering real competition. That's to, right to Nvidia, and that's Nvidia has dominated this space for so long without competition. You know, with, rightfully, yeah, without rightfully so. Just they're just like yeah, we're we're the big dogs, and then they just here's. That's their dick flopping on the table <laughs> when they walk into a room. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> but, uh, AMD is now trying to say, not so fast, my friend. We're, uh, we, we might have something to offer here. <laughs> that's right. And they, they do. And I think, I think they're getting it down. AMD was doing seven nanometer uh, a little bit before NVIDIA got into it. Um, Intel's uh, starting to get a little bit, uh, a little better on the nanometer side as well too uh, nvidia you know they were they were the top dogs you know i thought it was kind of cool that we didn't start hearing about the series x and the ps5 prices until nvidia had their showcase like i, I still to this day i kind of think it was a kind of a respect thing they were going to wait for them they really want to see what they're doing so they see if they can actually compete or compare or just be some you know some sort of a better deal than what nvidia is offering but nvidia was offering a really good deal paying 400 dollars for an rtx 3070 and it's better than the 2080 Ti. I don't know, better, but faster. It's got 8 gigabits of VRAM, which is all right. That's how much an RTX 2080 has. But it really should be 11 and up. 10 is awesome for the RTX 3080. But you really you really are going to need to make use of this VRAM, especially if people are doing video editing, audio editing, all sorts of things like that. But just, just to have a really good experience. Um, most games, if they, they'll take all your VRAM if, if you want them to. They, they make no qualms about that we're going to need a little bit more on the vram side that's i thought it was going to be better with the you know i thought we were going to be see, with all the leaks i thought we were going to be seeing 20 gigabit cards it's a huge jump it, they're still really good cards but they have got to get this capacitor issue figured out because it's it is not a good look when when a lot of these cards are failing and you have to send them back especially when they were so hard to get in the first place thank you bots for that <laughs> jesus there's a little uh <laughs> i i just i cannot believe was going on there do you mean with the bots yeah like trying to get, with, yeah. with yeah with the, the bots yeah the, the, war. <laughs> the war the war which i, I you know i still think there's going to be a war with uh, going back to the series x though i gotta tell you i'm i'm really thinking there's going to be some other models coming out very soon i hope it's not next year but I, but maybe in two years i don't know like there there's there's a reason why we're not seeing like any day special day one edition stuff and there's a reason why we're not seeing people would blame it on some situation going on you know around the world but i don't i don't really think that has anything to do with it i just think that they're trying what to could you these, possibly be talking right no idea <laughs> right but it's an easy excuse isn't it a little easy little easy right there to say that and get away with murder a lot of people have scary i have a feeling that the way they're pushing these models out there and they're going to be making better models. There's a, there's a couple of things that are making me think this. Uh, one, and not a lot of people know this yet, and uh, they might be hearing it here for the first time. The Xbox Series X is only 40 gigabits per second of HDMI 2.1. I know. I know. It's crazy, right? Right? Right. When HDMI 2.1 is supposed to do a full 48 gigabits per second. Now, there's this controversy that came out when LG released their new OLED TVs, the CX or some referred to them as the C10 as an X in line with their series. Very, really popular model. The C9 sold out so fast once every, once we started hearing about the HDMI 2.1 and how Samsung can barely do that right now with the ports they have. A lot of that has to do with certification. The LG CX only has 40 gigabits per second bandwidth. 
HDMI 2.1, so it's not full spec. And they, they decided to downgrade that because there weren't a lot of devices that were going to support them. But people buying a TV right now are going to be really concerned about HDMI 2.1. This is when technology starts to begin to switch over to the better ports, the better the better speeds, you get more data, you get better picture, better audio with this speed. So the Series X is really a, a match made in heaven for the uh, the, C, the C10 or the, C, the LG OLED CX. But at the same time, the C9 does full HDMI 2.1, 48 gigabits per second. So people bought that, you know, <laughs> and cleaned out all the stock on that TV. It is the most popular TV right now for gaming. I haven't seen people grab that thing up like it did the Samsung KS8000 back in 2016 when it came out. And that is still an amazing TV for gaming. The problem here is that people are not, uh, they're selling these next-gen features. But, the, but it's, it's, I don't know, it's kind of shady that they're not including that extra 8 gigabits per second. Because that's a lot of data. That's a lot of audio. Uh, we're hearing now that you're, you're, they'll be super sampling things up to six, six uh, K. Like, uh, what, what was that game you like playing? The, the, uh, the Yakuza, right? Is that, is that what the game? Yeah. So they, um, a lot of people were complaining about uh, Yakuza only getting like 900 P on the uh, Series S, the Xbox Series S, but it could still do 60 FPS, but it's not going to be even 1080p. They, they came back and said that the reason for that is because we're actually doing something called super sampling, which is rendering in the game at a high resolution, way past 4K, going up to 6K, sometimes even 8K. A lot of photographers use this trick. The Xbox One X right now and the PS4 Pro can super sample. They can actually make 1080p look a lot better or 1440p or whatever resolution you want by upscaling it and bringing it down. But at the same time, having that extra eight gigabits per second in bandwidth is going to be a really good thing for people who want to take advantage of features like super sampling. That's, you know, it's available now in the current gen, but it's, it's, all, it's something that makes things look even nicer. If you can't exactly get a next gen console at the moment, it's, it's still a way of getting a good next gen experience. Uh, speaking of getting an experience, the revolution has no gender. That's right. That's right. The Irish cowboy. Um, <laughs> That's right. Don't are you, you ready? Don't you forget. Born ready. <laughs> so you and I, we, we have uh, the best feature about Xbox, I think, which makes it really fun to have friends and, and stuff like that is that uh, oh, yeah. game sharing. And you and I have that. So absolutely buy, I get every game I buy, you get. And seeing how many games you and I buy, this has been probably the best financial move either one of us <laughs> has ever made. We've probably saved ourselves a lot of money, but <laughs> probably, probably. Yeah, we, uh, we do have Watch Dogs. Yeah, I'm excited to play it because like I've always just kind of liked the feel of Watch Dogs. I am nervous. I I don't. Oh wait, did you buy Legion? Did you get that? Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. We have it. Yeah, oh, have nice. It. Not bad. You want yeah, that is uh, that comes out in 30 minutes. So. <laughs> what? Are you serious? Yeah, 20 on the 29th. I, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't even have a face mask yet. I got, I don't have spray paint. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have uh, shin guards. No one thinks about that. If you're going to be rioting out there, wear shin guards. So one of the things that really does worry me about this is, so everybody knows the whole revolution has no job. And they actually took that down pretty quick. <laughs> Very quick. So after people were like, yo, what the fuck? Ubisoft, like, come on, dude, chill. <laughs> They they kind of got rid of that. And and so for those of you who don't know, if you picked too many male uh, people in your group, your, your revolutionary group, you uh, you got this message saying you were like 
one of 37% that picked too many males. The revolution has no gender. Please try again. <laughs> and that's a little online gimmick they had on their website. wasn't it? That, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, to say that people were pissed, uh, kind of, uh, under, underscores <laughs> it a little bit. Uh, people were not very happy. Uh, number one is that, uh, you know, the revolution did have a gender. The gender was a 50-50 split or close close to it. I don't think you got the same message if you picked mostly female, if you didn't go, hey, the revolution has no gender. Try, right. try right. some wieners in your group. Right. But so what scares me about this is that I feel like if these companies are starting to learn that this woke stuff will backlash their bottom line, which is, of course, of course, all they care about. The only reason why they 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 toe the line with all this wokeism is to get more money is really what it comes down to. With just, that. They don't want the headache of all the, the people online bitching at them and not buying their game. So they just they go along with it. They get kickbacks so for doing it, too. Yeah. So if they're starting if they're starting to get pushed back in the other direction they'll change it my worry about watchdog legion is if they did realize like oh we can't we can't keep doing this people are getting pissed is that they may have cut some elements out of the game as well that catered to this woke stuff that's not necessarily a bad thing but if they did that i fear that it will totally fuck up the story with and you won't have like it'd be one of those situations where the woke is just so in, invested in the story that if you take <laughs> elements of it out, the story just simply will not make sense. Right. That's my, that's my fear with watchdogs. It's a very healthy fear to have. Yeah, I, I, I think so. <laughs> uh, outside of that, I mean, just traditional Ubisoft stuff, right? Like it, it, like it, there's some things that might be absolutely broken. There might be things that are great that they will break later. Because yes. This is what they do. Uh, our, my, our biggest experience is obviously with Assassin's Creed which they've, they've kind of tanked that franchise a little bit. It's just one of those things where they've oversaturated it, I feel like. But overall, Assassin's Creed has been okay. Uh, but The Division, they, they've really, they really killed that thing. My real, God. About Assassin's Creed, real quick, I want to say I'm happy that they, they, did, um, they did the male and female uh, characters. <laughs> like, I'm only saying this now because, man, about Division, you're, like, that's, that is opening a, a Pandora's box of, of things that they have fucked up <laughs> big time. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the franchise was crawling, right? It was like uh, it was like one of those walkers from The Walking Dead that doesn't have legs. It was crawling. Yeah. They just they took a Michonne sword and just oh, cut God. its head off. Yeah. They're like, you're you're dead. Out of here. <laughs> I think that I think it's intentional. I don't think they want to have a games as a service game. Poor Hamish, man, that guy. I mean, he kind of deserves it because he's a little bit of a douche, but he takes all the hate. Welcome back, sir. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay, as soon as I started talking, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like trying to run back and forth. As soon as I started get, uh, talking about the division, all of a sudden, you know, my body was like, "Hey, by the way, just hand me a little note." Oh, right. Oh, bladder's full. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get on that. Thank God. But yeah, the division. I am. I can't imagine when Division Three comes out, which. So Division 1 was great, and I'll come back to that point. It, but up until, what was it, a title update, uh, was it was it 1.6? Is that when everybody left? That's when I left. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. I, that's think, right. I think, yes. And so I didn't really stick around that much for it either. I wasn't too happy about it. 
But the thing is, towards the that end, was right before the, the subway, right? I'm pretty sure that was uh, right before oh, the subway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that. Yeah, yeah. They uh, there was some uh, there was something with the uh, the Rikers. There was a chopper. I can't remember what the mission was. A called. A lot of chicanery is what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, so, but they eventually made it made it up to people um, a year or two down the line, and at the end of the game's lifespan, I mean, it's the game's still doing well right now. But they they really uh, they had this um, was it, they had this docks this area was it one point I can't one point eight maybe is that what it, I can't remember, but it had this area where a bunch of the enemies were working together to take you out, and that was a lot of fun. There there were some cool things they did with that, made some weapons good, introduced some new weapons gear sets were really in a good place with the classified piece but they see there was a period of ups and downs but at the end they actually finished pretty good but this whole time it's just been disappointment after disappointment after disappointment man they came on strong and it was so much fun when division two came out right away you were seeing things from people like thank you for not making a broken game at a time when that's all we were getting (laughs) were games that were i I don't ever want to say unfinished because there's this there's this camp where people get really mad when they uh, they think about games releasing um, unfinished, but that's a saying unfinished is a big, it's a loaded word because what are they saying? You don't want DLCs, you don't want downloadable content now, like you don't want all this extra stuff that that they had. I get what they're saying, but at the same time, I, th- I think that people who say they get a little confused when they're like, "Oh, I don't want them to release a game that's unfinished." It's like, well, it's not necessarily unfinished. It's just that as a game as a service game with the season pass with like new stuff coming out with people trying to, you know, fresh up the game every once in a while, they might hold off and release this with something that makes sense at, at the time when it comes out. I don't really think that division two really shipped unfinished because when you play division two, it was a sort of an all right kind of story, but you, you could see some of the wokeness peeking through the blinds there. But overall, like when the black tusk were there at the end of the campaign, and all of a sudden the whole map changed. That was, that was really cool. And I had never, I would never ever predict, to see that coming but after that the uh, massive has not gotten anything right maybe title update seven and that's the one that they really need to go back to to get people to come back because that was the time when i was really having fun in the game i thought things were going really really well i would say that they do a lot right ever after <laughs> division two first came out but we you know we're getting close to this game's lifespan it's about to you know go out the window and people are going to start thinking about division three the guys uh, in, who made Division said they started working on Division 2 a month after Division 1 released. Like, that's that's a long time, which means that they should be well into Division 3 and ready to release it, or at least have some idea of where they're going. And I'm, I'm worried for it because, I, you know, I'm probably going to get it because I'm a sucker for that, but I, I love looter shooters, and I just desperately need something something different right now. But I'm I'm worried that a lot of people are going to get it and just not be happy because they still haven't made it right to people in division two. It's, it's always this, it's never a back and forth. It's just a disappointment after disappointment, after horrible decision. See, it's your 2017 was destiny too. That's right. Yeah. That was your, uh, that's when we lost you. Well, okay. So I still like had to uh, <laughs> it's nice one of those oh, music that's festivals. Right. And lost in the woods. That's right. Hey, that's right. Anybody see Morgan? Uh, <laughs> I saw him doing some really hardcore drugs and he wound up somewhere over there. Burning man. Yeah. Just makes you do crazy things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah. Well, I am definitely I'm definitely here. I'm definitely here now, that's for sure. What a so, mis- yeah, miserable time. And poor 
or Hamish to some degree. Now he's kind of a douche, <laughs> so sometimes he deserves it. Yeah, especially lately. Yeah, but <laughs> man, that guy takes a lot of abuse for how they they broke their game. I, like he he especially took a lot. And I was actually really happy that they did this. Uh, when Division One came out, there was a point at which he came out and just admitted that the game was broken. Yeah, and without a doubt. Big that, props. Yeah, especially that, because, I mean, he's just the developer, man. Like, he's not actually working on right. the game. Right. And yet he's got to be the one that breaks this, and he just takes all of the shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just him and that French guy. Oh, Yannick. Yannick. Yeah, Yannick. Yes. Yeah, Yannick. They just, they're up there. They're doing their thing. And they just they just take all of the hate. <laughs> Even Yannick picks on Hamish sometimes too, because Yannick works for uh, massive. You know, he's a, he's like a lead, one of the lead directors there. Yeah, man. Sometimes he's really mad, like especially when there's an exploit over the weekend that they can't get into, so they have to cancel their Sunday plans and <laughs> and come in. He was really mad and snapped at Hamish. It was kind of funny. So to to bring this full circle, Watchdogs Legion, hopefully <laughs> not. <laughs> infested with the woke folk uh probably will be well, we're going uh, into thinking that it. so yeah, like it's a little bit true. easier <laughs> as yeah, opposed to that having, true. having you everything just, just crushed we know what yeah, we're getting into if, right yeah you know that you're like you're going okay so like gonna be like oh there's a man and a woman everything's the same but I, if i don't pick the one with the vagina like something <laughs> horrible wrong horribly wrong is gonna gonna happen <laughs> that's right all the female characters in Division Two, they're they're like faster and stronger, and so and I've recorded it several times. When you're shooting, when you're shooting them and going against them, uh, there's a period of time where they won't take any damage, even though you're direct shooting them directly, and they just like zip around. The game will either lag or they'll just lag, <laughs> and then like appear behind a car, and then they'll they their last two bullets in their SMG will crit you for like three or four times the damage that it normally should, <laughs> and it annihilates you. I have literally been halfway down the road. <laughs> down the road and gotten annihilated by one of these like first uh sons group uh women players on the other team and it's just like wow how why would they make them like why would they need to it's almost it's almost insulting need that kind of like assist so i guess the one of the last piece of really big news is the mandalorian that's right very the, the long way is finally over. two days this is this is yeah this is what i feel is taking the longest i feel like october in respect to the mandalorian is just taking yeah um but we get uh esposito yep that's right most famously he played gus in uh breaking bad he is joining the cast of really Warren. he wielded the dark saber do you know about the dark saber the dark saber tell me about the dark saber i've never heard about this so cool i don't know name. have you seen like yeah have you seen the uh like the previews the recent ones like the, the kind of like the trailer at all uh, I have not seen the trailer for for season. So Gus, oh, I know who. Oh, okay, I, I know what you're talking. Yes. I, I, I get you now. I feel you now. So Esposito seems to. Uh, I, I just called him Gus, but he's he's he seems to <laughs> be the big badass that's coming for uh, Mando in this one. And he is a great. He's a great actor. He's a, he is a great actor. He's so good. And there's a scene where he's getting out of the ship and he's got the dark saber. Now, the oh, dark saber right. is a black lightsaber, so it's it's Whoa. black at its core. It's white around the edges. Now, this lightsaber dates all the way back to the I want to say the old Republic era. It's, it's the lightsaber of the first Mandalorian that was accepted into the Jedi Order. Dude, that it looks was amazing. That. Yes, I'm so there's a lot right of now. lore there. Yeah, there's a lot of lore there. So for like hardcore Star Wars fans, they're going to be very excited. 
the dark saber also made an appearance in the clone wars series um which is fantastic if you love star wars watch watch the clone Wars series i think I'll, i think i'll start doing that i mean another thing we know we're getting into uh with the mandalorian we know what happens like halfway through people couldn't stop talking about it I, we you know i won't go too much into it but let's just say it's another thing that we know is going to happen i'm really excited yeah. about it though john Favreau is doing a great job rebooting yes this. i guess he's got he's yeah. got the reins now according to mike zero i don't i don't know about mike zero i, I really don't know i want to like you were saying it's it's hard to verify a lot of the stuff he's saying <laughs> i don't yeah, know where dude, he's getting he pumps from. out 20 videos a day and like, there's no sources there's no grinding things. isn't he he's yeah, just grinding. like i i hope this is true like some of the stuff that you're saying but like yeah. i can't i can't follow you all the way <laughs> pre vizsla was the uh yes pre vizsla was the jedi who oh, i'm sorry Tare vizsla was the jedi that created the dark saber sorry See, that is, uh, that is intense to me because I never for the life of me have ever even thought about there being something called a Darksaber, what it would even look like. Yeah, there's actually a whole bunch of really cool like dark sabers in the lore of, of Star Wars there. Mitra Surik had a silver lightsaber in lore, um, which was really cool. That's so it, interesting. Yeah, it was. Uh, there, there's a lot of cool lightsabers. Yikes. But Maul, Maul had the Darksaber for a little while in the Clone Wars. Oh, that's uh, right. I'm looking yeah, at it right now. When he got chopped in half, he survived. Oh, yeah. Pure through pure hatred alone. <laughs> I did hear about that. <laughs> what, a, what a beast. He became even more terrifying. Like, in, he yeah, became he like sure a spider. He a spider, yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> it reminds me of like the, the first Lost in Space movie that came out when uh, Gary Oldman comes back. It's, I love that movie, by the way. That is probably one of my all-time favorite science fiction movies. I thought they did a really great job. <laughs> seeing matt leblanc from uh friends also joey that's a dude if he would oh man like that was such a perfect role for him and he was such a badass you know he wasn't joey he yeah. was he was that character and he had that cool helmet to this day people still try and recreate that helmet that he had in lost and from lost in space that just all of a sudden forms around your face like like modern iron man you can me and then like that's what everyone kind of is reminded of when they see iron man's suit just like you know form on him like that it looks it looks so amazing but this the whole spider thing made me think of uh of, of that from lost in space and what darth maul was turned into and I, I do know that much at least from the the clone wars animated series yes. i need to watch it now it the thing good. about the dark saber too that's important uh specifically to mandalorians obviously it was created by the first mandalorian that was brought into the jedi order but the jedi held the dark saber in their temple until it was broken into and stolen and it had been wielded by oh, wow. many Mandalores. Now, Mandalore is the leader of the Mandalorians to unite all of the Mandalorian clans uh, under one banner. <laughs> and so they, they're like a warrior race. I guess they're not really a race, more of a creed because they accept, you know, they, they basically make people their slaves and then convert them. It's very, if you study <laughs> ancient, is to get back to the, the ancient, uh, like Rome and, and stuff like that. So in ancient Greece, Sparta was very similar way where mm. they had like their their warrior it, they're basically based off of uh sparta from ancient greece ah so yeah it was really cool to see it i'm i'm glad to see disney tapping into all of the lore that star wars has especially from the old republic era that which in my opinion is the best era of all of, in all of star wars if you just go back and read the stories like everybody is interesting oh yeah yeah because i mean everyone's kind of on an even even keel yeah at that at that point like the legends are yet to you know there's there's some legends around that time there's no there's I mean, a like lot it, 
there's some really big name like Sith, especially. Um, there's a lot of Jedi, uh, but but the Sith kind of really dominated. Like, I think there was if, if my favorite games ever are, are the Knights of the Old Republic series. There's a when you reach Korriban in Knights of the Old Republic to create your mentor, tells you that if a Jedi today were to go up against the a Sith Lord of the past at like one of these temples, which would have been the old Republic temple mm-hmm. or the old Republic Sith, it would be like a child playing with a toy sword compared to a Jedi man. Oh God. So they were incredibly powerful. Was that 25,000? A lot of ancient years ago, ancient powers. Um, no, well, from it, the, it, the main it would story. have been, no, it would have been about, I, I want to say about 10,000 years. Yeah, so there's, there's so much more to work with because, uh, like, apparently yeah. the, the word is that there's like twenty five thousand years of uh, stories. You know, oh, it goes it goes back farther than that. Yeah, no, it, it goes back probably a couple hundred million years. Like you could go God. all the way back to like the Great Hyperspace War was like the first time that they. Oh, it's a Great used, Hyperspace War. Yeah, there's, there's like so the, much I don't know. It's like the first time that they 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 used like jumping uh, into hyperspace. You know what I mean? Like so that they could get play. Yeah, it gets it gets. It gets nuts. The Star Wars lore. <laughs> Sounds like there's it. a lot of really, really good stories tapped into, and so I'm hoping that this little dark saber appearance is the the bridge of <laughs> the really good lore uh, from the the shit that Disney has pushed out recently. Although <sighs> Mandalorian non notwithstanding, of course. Yeah, there's certain to be an ever so uh, smelly link with uh, Disney. And uh, some other other things we love, like the Avengers, not just that they yeah. own it, but, you know, a, a, a <laughs> certain Brie, Brie Larson or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so it's kind of bad news that came out. It rumor has it that there uh, that well, we knew that there was a rumor about an all female Avengers movie. Well, now it's being spearheaded <laughs> by uh, Kevin Feige and some other woman, basically like James Bond's Q in Black Panther. I can't I can't think of her name at the moment. But she was basically saying, named two people who were like working hard at uh, spearheading this uh, <laughs> female Avengers movie. <laughs> you know, they were just joking about it. I'm surprised they didn't a just shoot Flynn Kennedy over there. Right. <laughs> right. I guess Kevin Feige is also working on new Star Wars movies. And Kevin Feige did save Marvel in a way. I'll give him credit. His transition was Doctor Strange. That's when he really came on board. And Doctor Strange, that first movie is really, really good. I love it. It's one of my favorite uh, MCU movies, without a doubt. That the Winter Soldier is also another good one, but like he really took the place of that guy who was just trying to sell toys. I can't even remember his name. But um, <clears throat> now, though, like when you see a couple things on Disney Plus, some small videos, you, you'll really start to get an idea of things that Kevin Feige is not afraid to say or even worries about that much. But it almost looks like he's he's really trying to make the most diverse cast possible, as opposed to actually looking for people who are really good for the job. There, he's not uh, afraid to change stories. In any way, <laughs> and uh, I guess you know. I guess this is this is what Marvel's at right now. They're now they're going to give us some probably really good movies in between, but for the most part, it's going to be a little rocky. But they, they you know they need to survive. I don't know why they think they're going to make a lot of money with this. They're definitely not. I mean, it's it's a Marvel. It's going to be an Avengers title, so it's going to sell, right? But at, at the yeah. same time, I, I'm not. You know, I'm not going to go see it. I have no you know interest in seeing it. It was the cringiest thing ever. And uh, I did not like Endgame. Endgame to me was just like another movie that, that you know that they just basically they already filmed Endgame throughout the entire MCU. You, they just used footage from the old other movies <laughs> and pasted it together. It was it was not an enjoyable experience. Put me on a cross for saying that. I, uh, so I, I mean, since we 
we've made the jump to to Marvel. Have you seen the rumors that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield could be coming back? Into- <clears throat> really? Like, yes. like into the Spider Verse? That's I yes. guess. Oh, yeah, wow. they would be bridged. With, <laughs> oh, um, Doctor I, Strange. I didn't mind could, into the Spider Verse. They could see them. Yeah, they could see him in Spider Man Three or in Venom Two. Oh, there we go. Then it was okay. It, I liked the Tom Hardy basically adopted it and really took control of it, but it was just kind of cringy whenever I heard Venom talk. Yeah, <laughs> Tom Hardy is such a good actor, man. He really is. Inception, you know, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Bane. Oh, oh yeah, Bane was really good. God, he crushed it in that role. He, uh, he did. Mad Max. Yeah, he was yep. great. Yeah, he, he Tom Hardy is is amazing. I just wish that um. I don't know. We'll see what Venom 2 brings, but I'm excited for it. I, you know, I really want to see Carnage too. Love, love me some Carnage. And it's just, man, good storyline too. But there, there is some good things coming out. We're going to be seeing uh, Thor and the Guardians of the Galaxy. The Asgardians yeah. of the Galaxy. We're going to be seeing... Uh, they, uh, Which give, me, give me all the Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah Express. especially now right i like uh, yeah. the, you know the avengers sticking up for him just because he didn't you know show up to a, a biden rally i'm I'm not like i'm not really that political either like uh, not left or right i never really fit in anywhere uh, it's hard it's hard to but like I, I totally understand where chris pratt's coming from and this is the most ridiculous thing is it a lot of people were reaming chris pratt or is it or they it were reaming him i think because he made a joke about voting yeah Oh, I and see. Like they just they reamed him about that. Because I heard it was I mean, he didn't show up at a brain. At a Biden rally, your vote doesn't count. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't. I haven't for a very long time. Yeah. I I, I abstain as well. Like I don't. I yeah. don't want any part of this. Me either. <laughs> don't put my name in that. <laughs> Without right. a doubt. Like apparently, uh, there was rumors of uh, Iran threatening people, voters in Florida. I heard a lot of this just junk. There's so much junk just being spewed out right now that people are trying to link to either side, and I can't, I can't get behind it. I just let's go back to things being boring. Remember yeah. that, you know, when things are boring. I have to live. I have to live my life. I can't go down. You know what I mean? Just like all the the constant <laughs> bullshit, right? All yeah. the time. I can't. Like there, can't there's enough it. bullshit in gaming these days to keep me busy. Right. I I can't believe it's 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 infected gaming like it has. It's. It's remarkable. But at the same time, as, as gamers, you can set a good example. When we're communicating with people from any country ever, we're using the English language, right? But we're still playing with these people, having fun with these people. When you're in a looter shooter, it doesn't matter where you're from, what country, what political party you're from. We're all trying to beat this raid, right? We're trying to get some gear. Yeah. <laughs> we've talked and spent time with hours of people from all over the world. And we've been fortunate enough to do that from you know, Australia, the UK, anywhere in the Middle East. China joined, joined the bunch, too. Japan, like gaming, all these people, all over gaming the world. is is a naturally one of the more diverse things because when you when yeah. you got people trying to reach a common objective, without it, yes, it, it can get very toxic at times, extremely toxic. But, but it's usually people from your own country. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not even it's not even that. Like it's it's toxicity within like the elements of, of the game itself. Right, like you know, like some just shitty people. There's just going to be shitty people ever because it's so accessible. But yeah, like. Most of the time, what ends up happening is like through, think about just like looking for group posts like LFG and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like it's people from all over just getting together for a common goal. You yeah. don't have to force it. Nope. Like gamers will work together and be very happy about it. 
as long as they accomplish what they're trying to do. How confused would we be as gamers if we're so into a game that it's all we've been eating, reading, digesting, you know, sleeping, dreaming of it. And then all, all of a sudden a war breaks out between our country and someone else's country. And both sides that, who are gaming at the time are be like, what, what, why is this even why is this happening? You know how right. weird a, a war would be right now to like gamers? Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> during... You know, the Overwatch League launched in 2017 and with all of the, the Russia stuff that was yeah. going on between the United States and Russia, it was very weird for players like Shadowburn or very popular, like the Genji players and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, because he's, he's from Russia. Like, it was very weird. Like, all of a sudden, yeah. Americans are getting kicked out yeah. and Russians are getting kicked out. And, you know, there's a lot of tension there. Like, it, it gets very weird. Like, you know, the whole China thing, obviously, we cover that. We don't have to go back into that. But yeah yeah it gets very weird the c word yeah it gets very (laughs) weird and these players are just kind of caught in the crosshairs and all they know is that they just want to play a game with their teammates regardless right whatever country they're from you know i I was in an all uk clan for a year or so maybe two years i was a lot of mom jokes (laughs) without a doubt without a doubt i spent a lot i spent a lot of time with people from another country i've talked to i've made friends with them ever since going back to when xbox live first came out immediately we were matched up with these people and even if there's a language barrier hell even if my teammates cannot hear even if they are actually clinically deaf i i have still found a way to carry them to flawless <laughs> you know whether it's hand signals whether it's emotes or whatever or whether it's just look at me follow me don't go off by yourself these these simple rules <laughs> that you can you and i played a lot of arc and yeah. we were in a uk group for a while and uh one of our good friends on that game was an australian yep yeah looked after our, our he was neutral wasn't he throughout yeah, this throughout all he looked, <laughs> at, he looked after our pteranodons that's right. He got, he, you know, he would get in anywhere. He, he would make deals with people. Speaking of art, he was kind of the black market of art, wasn't he? And just he was in trade. Even the bad guys the liked man. him. Yeah. And that's, that's, I would love, I, I would love to have that, you know, that, that type of like the type of guy that cage was, or probably still is. He's still probably crushing it. And whatever game he's into, he got into PUBG for a while. But speaking of arc, there was a Xbox release, a new series, uh, X enhancement, uh, YouTube video today. And you should take a look at it. It's actually pretty in-depth, and it's showing the differences between the two. It does say Xbox One compared to Series X, so we can't say that we're seeing Xbox One X footage, right? Because yeah. X, pretty soon Xbox One X is going to be that horrible relative no one wants to talk about at the dinner table because everything looks so good, but it plays. No, it's just, you know? it's just going to be no. It's going to what it's going to be is going to be that uncle at the at the Thanksgiving table. Yeah. That, had some really great years <laughs> of like high school and maybe even college football. And you right. look back and you go, yeah, yeah, no, uncle Jeff, he, uh, he did great things. I have, but, uh, he hasn't really, he hasn't really <laughs> done much since then. That's what it's going to be. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's a, it's the, 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 the PC was its bottleneck and it held it back so much along with companies, game developers only making versions for console. Oh, console version, PC version. Caveman. Ooh, you know, that's, that's, that's all it was now. And uh, finally, we're away from that. But we're going to be seeing some actually some decent. You know, I'd be lying if I say I didn't see a stutter and uh, the Arc Series X footage. <laughs> but, but, you know, but I did, yeah. you know, because it's Arc. It's terribly optimized. You know, Digital yeah. Foundry even says the same thing. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Go, go back to when you, you and I were playing it. It was still a beta on it. 
box. My God, yeah. is it horrible? Like you couldn't go a minute without stuff. How did we do that? I don't we, know. You know how we did it? That game is so much fun yes. that we just put up with it. That's yes. what it was. Like it was just it, that arc. If you've never played it, is great. Like do yourself a favor and play it. Yes, you will play it so much that you'll burn yourself out on it. That's how good of uh, of a game it is. Right. Half the time I was perplexed as to how they even had V-Sync on yeah, the Xbox One X. There's nothing more manly than grabbing a Giga by the balls <laughs> and riding it into battle. Right. Taming it for hours. That's insane. Took such yeah. a long time. And defending your, your village from inevitable Giga attacks. That's right. Those Giga attacks. That was actually terrifying. When knowing that you're about to lose all your Giga. Yeah, to a wild... Especially back then, because they could just glitch into your yeah. your base. It was terrifying. I can't even, <laughs> I can't even imagine. We lose yeah. so much. We had some good spots. Luckily, it never happened to us. Yeah. Some good gear, had, too. Yeah. We had that one really good place. It was like off the, the edge, the coast there, like let up. And then we also were on the center itself. So there was no gigas up there at all. Yeah. We thank got, God. Got, yeah. Nothing would make someone's balls precipitate more than seeing three gigas, manned gigas sneaking down the coastline behind your base oh my god i still take credit for spotting that and uh stopping a terrible <laughs> a terrible early departure for the for the tribe that day i mean it eventually concluded towards the night during a storm which is still badass it's be the way i want to go sniping in a tower in a storm all berry pop berry pepper style saving private ryan it was, it was just funny i also had my berry pepper moment in PUBG on top of the church and I remember that you you were knocked out, but I you know I was still I was I was still holding on on the church with the sniper. <laughs> Lord is my shepherd. Yeah. That that was that was badass. That was fun. That's another game we're going to be popping into the Series X. So I think the last thing to talk about, I'm just going to leave this for you because you texted it to me this earlier today. Uh, no Man's Sky had a, That's had a little right. update for yeah. PlayStation. It's funny you bring that up because I was just looking at the video. I sent you the PlayStation one, but mm -hmm. the Xbox released one, I guess, too, at the same time that I didn't notice. It's going to be they're going to get both. No Man's Sky isn't a PlayStation exclusive anymore. Thank God. I was so happy and praised Phil Spencer to pieces when he uh, announced that we were getting that on Xbox because I had almost a thousand hours on PlayStation. It was the only reason I was a, I even was into PlayStation at the time that and destiny exclusives but those are gone now those are gone thank god and so is a no man's sky and it, this is going to be a big it's going to be a big deal especially with the enhancements you're going to be much more everything's going to be different shadows you're going to make huge huge bases base base building right now is really complex i'm not a big fan of it but it's going to get even more complex so i guess i kind of got to get used to it there's going to be a lot more procedural generation. The game's going to feel good. It looks and plays incredible right now on the on the One X with the enhancements it has, much better than the PS4 Pros. I mean, it still looks good on there too, and they they all have to be kind of matched up to a point to hold hands in this console version that the developers have given us. But now those lines are blurred. Now that we have the Series X and the PS5, it's going to look a lot a lot more crisp, a lot more amazing. They're going to be able to do a lot more with it, and uh, I hope that Xbox comes out with a little bit faster of an SSD that we can put in there. I'm not sure if they will or not. Uh, Phil Spencer was saying that they're going to iterate on hardware. Of course they do. They've got guys working on a new console at this moment. <laughs> but I just hope we're away away from the mid-gen refresh. But No Man's Sky is not going to have an issue at all keeping up with this now. 
This is this 30. is the moment we want to start judging console as opposed to before. This is where we can take a look and compare them to the next things. Now, this is where this is the side of the line we need to be on. Thirty-two player multiplayer, I think, is one of the more interesting things to come out of that. That's insane. Be a lot of fun. That is insane. You, now and now, when you join, you're not just when you see players, you're not going to just see like a little glowing ball of light, almost kind of like what Fable did or Fable Two did, maybe Fable Three, I think. And uh, but the, it was basically the same idea. You would join that server and you would just see a little glow, a little orb of them going around. But but now we're going to see an actual people there. It's such a huge community now. And just to go in people's worlds and then see them at a huge space station or even out on these planets, it's gonna, the game is going to feel so different. If people are not into No Man's Sky right now, you better get into it before it's too late and the game just gets so big. Eve or much better than even my opinion because <laughs> you can actually move around and go inside ships and stuff like that but uh you can be the be, warlord that's right of no man's sky <laughs> that's right. i've got the credits i've got the credits i've got the i've got i know the places to go even though there's like an infinite amount of places to go <laughs> like you could literally claim your own solar you could literally claim hundreds of solar systems with each have full explorable plants and moons it's people are just going to be thinking of the memes a lot of times and the jokes that happen just because it's almost like the whole Nickelback sucks thing. It's the same thing with No Man's Sky. That's a, you know, people just accept it even though they've never played it and haven't gotten into it. But I got to tell you, when you start the game up and you build your ship, you repair it for the first time ever, and then you go up in space and you look at your galactic map, when you see everywhere that you're able to go, it is going to just blow your mind. <laughs> you, you have no idea what you're in for. You can make your own world and no one would ever find you, <laughs> no, ever. You could, you could have hundreds of solar systems, thousands. And you could all call them what you want. You could name every plant, every animal, if they even have those things. And now they have storms, monsoons, volcanoes now that, that show up. This is, it's just insane. I, I, can't, I, I can't believe what Hello Games put out now. <laughs> Comparing it to when they released it now, it's, it's amazing. Have so much fun with that game. Looks like we're going to have to wrap it up there. Thank you guys for coming. Hopefully there's going to be a lot more. Hope you liked it. You can follow the show at Reactive Reload on Twitter. You can follow me at The Irish Cowboy. No take backsies. And crossover at Reactive Brandon. You guys have a good day, night, whatever the hell time it is you're watching this. We fucking love you.